morning, everybody. It is Wednesday, 22nd of February. This is the Marcus Today members podcast. Bit of a head in a bucket sound today. I'll try and sort that out for the future. And we seem to have rescued a rather terrible looking day first thing this morning. Wall Street had its worst day this year. Dow down almost 700 points. It was down 711 at worst, closed down 697. So it closed pretty much on its lows. Although the futures are up about six points as I speak. And the NASDAQ, the tech stocks took it worse, down 2.5%. S&P 500 down 2%. Dow down 2.06%. Now our futures were down 45. We have been down 69 and we're down 21. And a mixed bag today. Resources doing okay and banks doing okay. ANZ's actually up 1% today. Most of the other banks pretty much unchanged. CBA has gone ex dividend. It's gone ex dividend $2.10. It's only down $1.69. So quite a good day for the banks. But not a great day for the market. And I don't know whether it's a big worry or a small worry. But obviously what happened overnight was there was this S&P Global PMI business activity number, which sounds very boring and almost certainly is. But it expanded for the first time in eight months. It's only an index number, but a a number above 50 suggests global... economic expansion below 50. Economic contraction came in 50.2. So for the first time in eight months, it's over 50. So the US economy is doing rather well. And on the back of that, 10-year bond yields in the US jumped a notable 13 basis points, two-year bond yield up 11 basis points. So bond yields going up and the US dollar index up 0.31%. And I've put a chart of the US dollar and bond yields in the strategy piece today, and you'll see them both having turned the corner. And whilst this PMI number is the sort of thing that just disappears into the noise, when you combine it with the recent CPI number in the US, the stronger than expected retail sales number, their last monthly jobs number, remember that 500,000 jobs created, that number, and then this CPI number, which has shown that the trajectory of falling inflation has flattened, and it looks like the US economy is doing okay. So rather than talking about recession and the risk of that, we've had a sharp rally on the realization that that wasn't going to happen. But now we're left worrying about maybe the economy isn't even soft landing. Maybe it's not even landing. And maybe inflation is plateauing rather than falling. And certainly that seems to be what the indicators, bond yields and the US dollar are telling us, that US rates really will stay higher for longer. And that's what the market is responding to. And if you look, at, I've got quite a few charts in the strategy piece and the ideas section today. And if you look at any of the market charts at the moment, it is obvious the market is tiring, coming off the top. And as it does, the strategists are beginning to put the boot in. Morgan Stanley today says the S&P rally, S&P 500 rally this year has been into thin air and they call it a FOMO rally at best and say the excitement about the rally has been misplaced and that equities are significantly more expensive now. Of course, the recent results season saw earnings drop 
So with prices going up and earnings dropping, the PE is rising rapidly. I should put a chart of that up. I'll do that tomorrow, maybe. So we're in the strategy portfolio. We're still fully invested. I have been reasonably optimistic that a bull market, a new bull market, gentle bull market, started last October, which is when we bought back into the market and still have that hope. And technically, if you look at the trends of the markets, we do seem to have broken the downtrends and our market has gone from bottom to top end of the trading range. But it is quite clear that all the markets are now cooling off. And I'm beginning to look over my shoulder wondering whether the worry, which is bound to come along and slow the market down, the market can't go up 7% a month, which is what it did in January. Something's going to come along. I'm just wondering whether it isn't the assumption that inflation is going to keep falling being questioned. So that is now a concern. We certainly wouldn't want the next CPI number to be higher, would we? But the US economy is obviously holding in there. The consumer's holding in there. And we really need to see something a bit softer than that. So that's the concern at the moment. In the strategy, it's too early, either technically or from the macro backdrop. It's too early to start fearing a new inflation inflation, if you see what I mean, the inflation bubble inflating a bit or not deflating. It's a bit early to expect that or to react to that. And technically on the charts, we're just coming off the top from a frothy moment. We're not breaking any uptrends, breaking any resistance levels. We're just coming off the top quietly in the short term. So let's see how it develops. But now looking over our shoulders, got to say. So now we're looking at all economic numbers that come out to see whether they suggest the US economy is doing too well. All the focus is tonight on the FOMC minutes. We'll see how hawkish they are, see if they're getting more hawkish again, which won't be good for the market. And the other thing to note in the charts today is the gold sector. We sold our gold ETF a couple of weeks ago, or was it a month or so ago? And we've done well there, timed that perfectly. Have a look at the chart. Gold is coming off the top. And it's certainly not a buy yet, not the with the way the US dollar is bottom. Basically, gold goes down when the US dollar goes up and the US dollar is going up still and will continue to go up as long as interest rate fears hang around. Bond yields are amazingly as high as they've been since the bottom. So we have recovered everything that we lost in our optimistic view that the Fed, Fed was going soft this year. Bond yields have got back to their highs. Can you believe it? So getting a little concerned that the macro factor we haven't factored in properly is the resilience of inflation the bond market certainly worrying about. Otherwise, quite a good performance today, really, considering we were down 70 points and looking like we were going to have a disaster. We, of course, are completely blown away with results at the moment. BHP, Pilbara yesterday, Fortescue Metals hit a 52-week high. They just had results few days ago, that is. And today we've got a host of results as well. And we've come a cropper in the ideas portfolio. I was jumping up and down before the market opened today about how well we'd done with John's Ling Group, which does well out of disasters. It is the insurer's builder of choice or repairer of choice and insurance companies use it. And Citigroup recently or City recently upgraded the stock with a target price about 50% above the current 
current share price, not upgraded the stock. Initiated coverage, which is always an interesting development. Why does a big broker suddenly initiate coverage? It's almost like there must be a capital raising coming along or something. But initiated coverage, target price well above the current share price. And there was a buy signal on the charts. And we bought it as our first probably genuine technical buy in the ideas portfolio. And then it's gone and jumped 13% on results yesterday. So very happy with that. But whilst we celebrate that, and it has to be said, uh, good good moves on results tend to start trends in both directions. So a good jump in John's Link does tend to suggest it is going to trend up for a while. But at the same time, Domino's Pizza has been absolutely nailed today on the back of their results. They're down 21.4%, which is pretty horrible. They say sales were positive in December, but not as strong as anticipated. And the effect of higher prices, reducing customer repurchasing has continued into January. First half earnings fell 21%. Underlying profit was down 21.5%. Global sales were up 1.2%. Same store sales down a little bit. And trading in the second half has been less than anticipated. So getting nailed today. We'll see what the... It's too late now to go selling it today. Uh, Let's see what the broker make of it tomorrow before deciding what to do with that. Don't you just love the results season? What the Lord gives with one hand, he takes away with the other. There are two bits of research out on John's Ling this morning. City with a buy and a target price 55% above the current share price. Nordmanet with a buy and a target price 36% above the current share price. Morgans have yet to update their research, but that's encouraging. Got a fairly expansive technical scans section today. Lots of oversold stocks at the moment, more than there are overbought, and that would be normal. It's a good gauge to see the number of stocks in the oversold or overbought section. Gives you a gauge of which way the market's going, and a lot of stocks oversold at the moment. You wouldn't be looking to buy anything until there is a bounce. Gold is oversold, but still trending down. Not a lot of buy signals around. All the banks have had sell signals recently. We had an 8% fall in the CBA last week. I've written up the bank in the technical section today saying that if you are an income focused investor holding the banks this worry about peak net interest margins shouldn't worry you they are still solid holds for income but obviously CP, CBA top of the range brokers begin to downgrade a little bit it's going to come off top shouldn't stress you I've also interestingly popped in the Fortescue Metals research average target price 27% below the current share price you wouldn't sell it at the moment. It's still trending up. The iron ore price is still going up. Have a look at the charts. And I wouldn't take any notes of brokers. They, If you if you were to buy or sell on what brokers said on Fortescue Metals, you might as well be throwing darts because they try to incorporate fundamentals when the only thing that matters is what the iron ore price is going to do in the future. And they don't know that. So it's a trading stock that's had a fabulous rally. It's rallied from around $14 to $23 in a few months. You'd be looking for the top now, but it hasn't come yet. For the lithium buffs, INR had a buy signal, but look at the chart, not very convincing. And I've got a chart of the energy sector. The energy sector looks like it's broken, finally broken the uptrend. If you're holding WDS, that's the biggest stock in there. And that's about that. Have a look at the technical section. 
In Henry's take, sold NCZ, writes up CXL, talks about the villa in Venice continuing to crumble, and he writes up BHP after having a conference call with the CFO yesterday. And he also looks at Thorny Tech, T-E-K, and Talga, T-L-G, amongst other things. That's about that. Henry's on Ausbiz at noon. I'm on the ABC Business TV News Breakfast tomorrow morning. Loads of other results today. They're in the newsletter. Not in any mood, really, to be buying anything with the market doing what it's doing at the moment. If you didn't hold anything and you were wondering when to buy the market, the answer would be not now. That's about that. You have a fabulous day. I'll be back tomorrow. (laughs) 